I'd like to welcome everyone to today's edition of the Software Spotlight. And today, joining us from Assembly, we have uh, Jonathan Fields, who's the co-founder and CEO of the company. And welcome, Jonathan. Yeah. Thank you, Michael. Appreciate you having me. Wonderful. We appreciate your taking the time out of your day. Um, so a lot of our listeners are very familiar with uh, the whole concept of the internet. And a lot of their uh, companies also have corporate intranets. But uh, it sounds like your solution is really focused around all of the unique needs of a, a company as far as an intranet. And I was hoping you could just give our, our listeners an idea as to what some of the, the challenges are that organizations are facing today regarding intranets and how does the assembly solution solve these challenges? Yeah. So when you think about a company intranet, everybody thinks about this engagement hub, the one-stop shop solution to where you start your day, where you find information, where you engage with your coworkers. And if you think about what does assembly solve, I would break it down into three critical pieces. The first one is how does an organization deliver information to their employee base? How do you make sure employees can see open enrollment is happening, that we uh, just hired a new CMO, that the new announcements for the organization are actually seen by employees? So pushing of information, sharing critical information and making sure that it's seen, whether it's pushing it to Slack or mobile or Teams or platform or anywhere, TV screens. Is the important information of your organization being seen? So that is the first piece we help with. The second piece is finding information. And this is where things have radically started to change. And this is where it's so cool. The technology we're using didn't even exist nine months ago. Everybody thinks about, uh, you know, where is this document stored, for example? I'm sure everyone on this podcast has looked in a folder in another folder, in another folder, in another folder, only to find, I don't remember where I put that thing. I can't find it. Everybody's been through that. It's a miserable experience. You don't have to do For that sure. anymore. With assembly, we've tapped into the AI craze that everybody's going through, and it's awesome. So the real truth is assembly can connect to all of your tools. Your Dropbox, your Google Drive, your Box, your OneDrive, your SharePoint, wherever you're storing information, or you can use Assembly directly as the document storage site for your organization. And the concept of the folder, even though we do have folders, is actually becoming irrelevant. And that's a, that's a challenging concept for people to understand because you used to have to search by titles like PTO policy, you'd have to have the title called PTO policy, or you'd have to have PTO policy listed somewhere in the document. Well, today, Assembly has access to your thousands, tens of thousands of documents, and you can ask our AI bot called Dora, what is my PTO policy? And if you do that, our AI bot will search through all of the content, it understand context, and it will deliver the answer. It'll tell you, we have an unlimited PTO policy. Here are the steps you need to take. Reach out to your manager two weeks in advance. It'll literally give you the answer. And it will actually cite the source documentation to which the answer were derived. So you don't need to go looking for it in a folder. It'll just give you the answer. And then it will also show you the supporting documentation. So for all the people who've spent time looking for things, you don't have to anymore. It's just wild. 
So if I understand correctly, really the, the AI technology in this case is really being used to, to search massive data sets and to provide insight into the data for the users. Correct. So if you had a presentation uh, for the sales folks out there, you want to sell against a competitor, your company might have a battle card. And you might have to go six folders deep to find that battle card and then look it up and read through it directly. You can ask Assembly, summarize the three top bullet points against this competitor. It'll not only give you the answers, but it will also cite the source documentation so you don't have to go searching for it. If you think about what that search would take and how you'd have to do that manually, it would probably take you like, what, three to eight minutes to do something like that versus approximately three to five seconds. You do that on a compounding basis across a couple hundred employees or a thousand employees, the time savings and efficiency across your organization are exponential. That's fantastic. So we're really able to harness the technology to provide insight to be able to research both internally and to figure out uh, competitive stances and, and the like for customers yeah. well actually for yeah. for individuals within the organization that are customer facing i guess the, the list goes on and on of the use cases it could be an hr assistant what's my pto policy what's my maternity paternity policy what do i wear on my first day who do i ask questions about this thing what does my ceo do what is you know the list goes on and on of the questions that employees ask their organization and it can now be solved by technology versus asking your manager or asking hr or just spending that manual effort so there's so a lot sounds, of great features yeah, and functionality. It sounds like it's really freeing up um, people within the organization to work on higher level functions and to do things that are kind of driving the business forward versus getting caught up in the minutia of day-to-day repetitive questions. That, that's exactly right. I mean, every HR person we talked to, I was like, how often do you get asked the same question? They're like probably multiple times a day, every day, every you know, every living business day that we're working. So it's just, why do it? Why do you do the same thing over and over again if we can have a solution that eloquently solves that problem? That is the game fantastic. has changed. I mean, that's just the real truth. Yeah. So let me ask you, um, obviously, it's a, it's an innovative um, uh, solution. How how did the the whole concept of assembly come to be? Was it you know from day one you started out where you are, or was it an evolution? Or no, it was totally an evolution. So to to go back to your first question, which ties into your second question, what does assembly you know what's the you know where do we really start here and the value adds to the organization? So the first piece is pushing information, making sure employees see the critical information they need to do their job. The second piece is finding information and utilizing the AI functionality of our platform and the amazing search that is now possible. The third piece is actually where we started and which is a major differentiator in the category. We started as an employee engagement solution. So we started literally nights and weekends with a couple co-founders bootstrap. We actually built out first, our first module was an employee recognition and reward solution, allowing coworkers to recognize peer-to-peer, top-down, bottoms-up, really a 360-degree recognition program. And sitting behind that program is a massive reward catalog, uh, gift cards, Amazon, uh, charities you could donate to, company-branded swag, or these culture awards that could be fun internal, you know, uh, bond-with-your-coworker-type rewards. The software also automated the recognition of birthdays and work anniversaries. It just boosted collaboration across asynchronous companies. Sure. And then 
what we found once we launched that is the utilization was so high. We had like 95% participation on most companies that we launched into. And so all these other companies are like, hey, we have a performance management software, but nobody's using it. Can you do surveys? Can you do company announcements? Can you do one-on-ones? Can you do contests? Can you do wellness challenges? And so instead of building module by module, what we did was we actually took a form. Kind of think uh, in your mind like SurveyMonkey, Google Forms, Office Forms, Type Form. We took a form builder and we said, with a form, if you manipulate it, you could do a million things. A one-on-one is a form. A survey is a form. A recognition post is actually just answering a form. So we now offered hundreds of different culture templates through the ability of our no-code form builder that allowed companies to use the software as they saw fit without having to buy another tool and another tool. And so once companies started using assembly for multiple things, you know, we never thought our, our first thought was not, we're going to be an employee intranet, but companies were using us for recognition, announcements, uh, feedback, anonymous suggestions. Uh, you know, the holidays are coming up. They're going to be doing ugly sweater contests and Halloween costume carving contests. And there's a reward system that sits behind it. So once everyone started using assembly for all these different things, they're like, oh, you're kind of like our intranet. And a light bulb went off. We're like, okay, well, what's the difference between being like an intranet and actually being your intranet? And the only main difference was enhanced announcements, which had a further reach of distribution. So sending it to Slack, Teams, mobile, sending it to a department or a location or a division and giving you analytics of who saw the post, who didn't see the post, reminders. Those were the main different announcements. But the only other part we were missing was document search, document storage, document search. And that's what we've been focusing on, you know, pretty hardcore over the last year, year and a half. And with the advancements of AI technology, you know, there are some stories where people are like, right place, right time. For all the internet companies that were out there that had decent search, that spent, you know, $50 million of VC funding to get there, our technology out of the box now because of what's available is now better than all of these other companies that have been doing it for years. So we. I don't want to say we stumbled upon becoming an intranet, but it was a natural evolution of our engagement suite that just enhanced some of the key features to make us a company intranet. And it sounds like you've taken an area that for a lot of companies can be, you know, routine, mundane, boring, to be quite honest, day-to-day stuff. And you've kind of gamified it and made it exciting. That's exactly right. I mean, the truth is, if you run a survey, people hate Answer, you know, nobody wants to answer a survey, but what if there was a little reward attached to it at the end of it? People love to get recognized, but obviously giving recognition, you should want to, but it's not top of mind. But if you incentivize coworkers and have reminders and there's a reward program, people do it. And then now with the advancements of AI, you know, searching for something was pretty boring or like it was pretty tough to do. Obviously, everybody searches on a daily basis, but now it feels like magic. I mean, it truly does. It's like you type in a search. And you're not finding a document that you then have to do more work. You literally get the answer. So well, it's, it's a funny compelling because, use case. Yeah. I mean, at the Sorry, end no. of the day, I think AI over the past bit has been kind of like that buzzword. And everyone's like, yeah, you have to figure out about AI. But now we're actually looking at some real use cases where, where there is some huge benefit. Massive. Here's another example of AI saving people potentially days of time. If you're a company, let's say you have 500 employees 
and you run a survey, let's say you run a pulse survey, and half of the questions are A, B, C, D, 1 to 10, multiple choice, and half the questions are open-ended, meaning people are writing paragraph responses. For the ABCDs, the 1 to 10s, for a long time, you could get great charts and graphs. You could track trend line analytics if you run the same questions over different quarters. Those analytics have been good for a long time. But if you ask open-ended questions, that means someone is going to have to read those questions. And if you have 500 people, that might take you days. If you're slow about it, it might take you weeks. With the advancements in AI, our AI bot Dora sits on top of not just documents that we can query against, but also the content that's generated from the assembly platform. Our, we do, of course, have the charts and graphs for the normal ABCDs, the dropdowns, all those you know, types of questions. But now you could say, Dora, summarize the sentiment of this survey. Give me action items and next steps based off these 500 open-ended questions. And we could take what would have taken weeks or at least days we can spin the answers out for you in seconds. You know, our core value proposition is to make work more delightful through our engagement modules and to save people time. And if everything we do is focus on those two, two critical pieces of our business. And it sounds like you've really uh, accomplished both. We're definitely trying as hard as we can. We're trying to be as progressive with the modern technology that is now available. But having been, personally, I've been at a company that started small and scaled drastically, and you lose efficiencies as you scale. And there's a tool for this, a tool for that, a tool for this, a tool for that. Just the tool fatigue alone, everybody's been through that. It's pretty miserable to have 20 different tools that do 20 different things. But what if there was one-stop shop solution for a lot of your engagement needs? And that's really what we're trying to accomplish here. Yeah, and I have to be honest with you, having, you know, Use the, the the solution a bit. Um, my initial takeaway was, wow, I can't believe how many different things can be done in one login. So it's not as if you have to have multiple pieces of software tied together to to get to that end result. You've really done everything in one solution. I mean, if you think about like um, productivity software, People's mind goes to like Notion or Airtable. Those are no code solutions that you can kind of drag and drop, build a million different things. So productivity tools, they've been doing this for a long time. They're very sophisticated. They're incredible. HR tools, it's not the sexiest category or IT tools. They're not the, or communication tools. They're not the furthest along. They're not the most progressive. So this concept of no code to kind of drag and drop doesn't really exist in these categories. But we took inspiration from the notions, the air tables, the clickups, the codas of the world, these companies that are very progressive and can solve hundreds, if not thousands of use cases. We took the same approach to HR, comms, and now IT. And it's just solving solutions that weren't readily available for this type of industry for, for quite some time. So, so what would you say, you know, for, for users that are, are looking at other solutions, um, what might be some of the typical solutions they're looking at and how does, um, the assembly solution offer some unique benefits? Yeah. So first and foremost, if you're looking for an intranet, the de facto standard for most people is SharePoint. It's a Microsoft suite 
It's pretty. I mean, it really is pretty. And it's what everyone expects. It's like a bunch of different beautiful tiles on a homepage. And the example of like, what is SharePoint? SharePoint is the New York Times. Pre-populated content from a comms person that, you know, it's like you're looking at the content I deem important. And it, it's pretty. That's the thing. It looks really beautiful. But if you think about what gets more eyeballs and engagement, do you think Facebook or Instagram gets more eyeballs or TikTok? Or do you think the New York Times is a, like, which one is increasing in eyeballs and which one is decreasing? It's kind of a no-brainer. So we don't look like that. We don't look like SharePoint, which is when some people are searching for it, if they've used an internet before, that's what they expect. But it's actually not what works. Like, nobody wants to see static images that are just like, everybody gets to see the same thing. And it's kind of, it's dull. You want to see content that is generated for you specifically. What is relevant to you? What is relevant to your team? What's the content that you generated? Who's interacting with it? They want a social and dynamic intranet. So when people think about an intranet, they're expecting the New York Times. They're expecting SharePoint. We are not that. We look more like Facebook, where there's relevant content and our algorithms surface the information that's relevant to you. What's happening on your team if you're a manager? What's important to you? What are the announcements that you need to see? Uh, you know, it's all generated content from people that are relevant to you, not just a comms person who puts this static content on here that gets stale. There's no reason to constantly engage with a program like that. But it, it is very different. And it's something that people are going to have to change the way they think about the business. But it's like, do you want to live in the past or do you want to live to where it's going? And we're obviously you know, sitting on the cutting edge of where this technology is going. So let me ask you with, with that in mind, are there specific uh, markets that, or verticals that, that see the most benefit from the solution or does it cut across all markets? We haven't really seen any industry specificity <clears throat> yet. We're more agnostic. Like we're, for some reason, credit unions, banks are flocking to our, our software. You know, it's just like a leapfrog forward. It's like they missed the last five years of technology or 10 years of technology. And we're just getting them to be super modernized. And they love it. And it's time savings. Um, but we have all different types of company, technology companies. We do really well in the, like life sciences, medical industries. Um, but we have real estate. We have it kind of looks like the U.S. economy almost. We're pretty well distributed uh, of the types of organizations that use our platform, even retail type companies and companies who are not on their desktop. Mobile companies also have strong applications of our platform because of our announcements, our search technology. It's pretty easy to utilize as well. So I'd love to tell you we're the best in this one category, but it's seemingly uh, pretty industry agnostic across our organizations using our platform today. Yeah, and that, that makes a lot of sense. I, I can hear listeners of the podcast saying, show us the solution already. Stop talking. So I was wondering if you might be able to share a tab uh, and just give us a, a high-level overview of the solution so we can get an idea as to uh, what it looks like and how. Uh... Yeah, I'll actually show you what people expect. And I'll also show you what, what we are. So I think it's good to have that context. So. Uh, Great. Let me share my screen. Are you able to see this? Yes, I can. So that, that this is, is your kind uh, of like 
V1, V2 of an intranet. So on the left, you're kind of looking at more of a SharePoint where people can upload static content. And this is your New York Times. This is your, you know, what are people putting in front of you that they think you want to see? But it does get stale. The search is a little bit clunky. Yeah, and, and I would assembly, think it's almost like looking at an advertisement. After a while, you don't even look at it anymore. It's it's not relevant. Yeah, it's not relevant. It's not it's not for you on a daily basis. It is for you, of course. It's like great company information. We just hired a new CEO. We uh, here's our company updates. Here are our policies with our resources. Nobody's looking at their employee handbook every single day. So having it stuck to your homepage. Does it make sense to look at your handbook every day? I don't know anyone who's ever done that. It just doesn't, like, that's not how people operate. Sure. But with Assembly, we curate content to you that is hyper-relevant. So we have an algorithm section that's, like, important activity for me. So if you're a manager, anything that happens on your direct reports will be bubbled up to the top here. If you have to run a, if a survey is running, it's going to be like, hey, you have to do this right now. If you're doing a daily standup, as you can see here, or a weekly product sync, you're going to see all the answers from your team come up in a carousel-like format that's easy for you to digest. And just like you're used to with Slack or Teams or Facebook, there's a navigation bar to help you with content. But the beautiful part is if you ever have a question, you can ask Dora in our search by our AI, you know, our AI search technology, you can ask the questions. And this is kind of like what we described. In the past, people look into a folder, they went into another folder and another folder, and then you have kind of two options. You do find the document, and let's say your HR policy or HR handbook is 150 pages long. You have to sort through it, you have to control F, you have to find the thing you're looking for. Nobody wants to do that. And that's why they might go the other path where they either can't find the doc or they can't, you know, don't want to do the work. And they ask a manager who asks another manager who asks HR, and all of these things. Waste time. So with assembly, when you hit that search bar and you say, what is my PTO policy? Within a fraction of a second, it's going to deliver the answer as you expect. So if you see here, the company has an unlimited PTO policy. This means you have the freedom to take as much time off as you need. And it cites the source to which the answer is derived. You're going to instantly That's get answers all in one centralized yeah. location. Any questions, Michael, that come to your mind when you think through this? Yeah, because I, I know, you know, a lot of um, question marks that people have with AI is, you know, am I getting factual information? You know, is it is it cited? Is it sourced? Is it, you know, where did it come from? Or or, or was it just uh, something the AI made up? So I think that that's really Yeah, that's a great question. So say. if you're using ChatGPT or Bard mm -hmm. or any of those open libraries from a consumer perspective, it hallucinates. It creates content. It makes up things. You can. Our algorithms are trained to really turn down that knob. We're not trying to hallucinate company information. So it is not hallucinating. It's giving factual content and references to the documentation to which you provided as an organization. We're not creating content. No. The the other it's question answering the question against your source information. Yeah, a lot. A lot of almost almost all companies uh, at this point in time are either. You know, working remotely, have a large portion of their workforce remote, or a portion, uh, a portion of the the company within a facility or multiple facilities. How how does the solution fit into that type of uh, scenario? 
Yeah. So most of the companies who adopt us, uh, actually most companies we talk to in general have some form of asynchronous culture, meaning they're not in the same location. They're either in different time zones, or even if you are in the same location, you have different divisions or departments, and you're just spread out across a big office building. To which case, you need a place to find relevant information. You need to find a place to connect to coworkers. And there's a lot of different ways to connect with coworkers on the assembly platform. And by the way, when you are sharing information, if you create a uh, OneDrive document or SharePoint or a Google Doc or Google Drive, you upload folders to a document or a file, and then you share it to an individual, you share it to multiple individuals. With Assembly, if you shared a HR policy handbook and you wanted the whole company to do it, we have a permission to say share it with everybody. If you share a document that you only want to go to the marketing team, you could say share with this department. And then when every new employee comes into the platform, it automatically gets distributed to that alone actually saves a lot of people time. If you want new hires to look at the video content and training docs, you can upload them into assembly. And based on your department, location, um, you know, manager status, like whatever criteria that you want to import into the solution, we adhere to those permissions. So nobody will see things that they won't have access to. So it is pretty powerful that this permission exists, which it doesn't in your current document storage type functionality tools. Which brings me to another big question. Um, and, you know, I'm sure having having finance and other organizations, can you speak to security? Because I'm sure that's a big, yes. uh, big point okay. a lot of our listeners want to know about. Yeah, that's a question that comes up on every call. And it should, right? It's like, hey, is our documents being shared to train the algorithms at large? Um, you know, what are the security provisions you're taking to make sure this information is safe and secure? So first and foremost, assembly is type 2, type 2 certified. We run regular penetration tests. Uh, we get audited, GDPR, and CCPA certified. I mean, all of these things to make sure security is drastically adhered to. But here's the second piece to which generally appeases everyone we talk to. The data that you send over into assembly is training our algorithms. It is not training the algorithms outside of the platform. We are not sharing. We are not allowing the larger algorithms to index the content of these companies. So it does train our algorithm for your account specifically. It is not training a larger algorithm. We are not sharing it outside of the assembly ethos. So that is a big selling point, uh, you know, compared to what you would get externally. Fantastic. Um, the the other question I was wondering, um, you know, you you kind of alluded to a few different types of customers that that are using this solution. Can you share a, a story or two of a customer and maybe a challenge that they had um, that was solved by by using the solution? There's, it's generally the same story. It generally stems from culture. I think about it all in terms of culture, whether it's finding information, sharing information, connecting with coworkers, team building, bonding. I think about the all in the world of culture. I think you stay at a company because of a great culture, because you feel fulfilled at work and assembly can help with all of those use cases. So it's generally the same. We hear the same story over and over again. And a lot of it actually has to do with the way the world works today. Post pandemic world, most companies offer some sort of hybrid work. That means everyone is not in the same building at the same time. Maybe we're doing two, three days in the office or they're just distributed regardless. And so they're saying, my coworkers don't feel connected to one another. We have really high turnover. 
and we find people are inefficient in their workdays with regards to company information. It's generally the same story almost every time, a different flavor of it, perhaps. But companies come into our platform and we generally recommend a suite of features which helps solve all of that. The announcements feature is generally something that almost every company adopts right away. The AI search is actually pretty new. I mean, the technology didn't even exist. You know, think back to last year. This, this wasn't out there. So we're, you know, we're rapidly introducing our existing customers to this AI search solution. And so new companies are adopting it and existing companies are starting to adopt it pretty aggressively. So it is new when they come in the door. And then the other use cases are really heavily on the engagement side. Most companies do turn on our recognition and rewards platform. Most companies utilize some surveys, um, some lightweight surveys like a pulse survey, a manager check-in, like how are you feeling, one to 10. Most companies launch with an anonymous suggestion box. How do employees give feedback to the leadership team anonymously? Most companies have some sort of contests or social channels. We can even trigger forms to go out for every new hire. It's like, who are you? What do you like? How do you coworkers want to connect with you? What hobbies do you have outside of work? Some information that doesn't live inside of your HRIS system, we can help surface that, illuminate it to the company at large. We can really help bring people together. So each individual use case is different and we can offer a lot of different things, but it generally comes down to retention. At the end of the day, if you, if you peeled back the onion, you kept asking why, 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 why? It always comes down to retention. And it always comes down to operational efficiencies. Very that's nice. how we help companies. Now, the, the other question, um, integrations are obviously an important component of, of any solution. Yeah. Um, I'm not sure, is there, there an API or are there built-in integrations or a Zapier yeah. integration? What, what are the different solutions or options for companies? All the above. So we have native integrations, so we can connect directly to pretty much every HRIS system. So, uh, you know, Workday, ADP, Bamboo HR, Paylocity. I mean, literally, like I think there's like 85 plus HRIS integrations. We can integrate into Box, Dropbox, Google Drive, OneDrive, SharePoint, all the document storage tools. Uh, we're layering in, you know, sort of chat applications like Asana, Trello. All these different, you know, sort of what are you using on a day-to-day -day basis to consolidate your work, your workforce, like your, your toolkit, have a one-stop sure. solution to find everything federated across the board. We do have an open API, which you can build to directly or connect to. And we do have Zapier, which obviously, you know, I feel like a lot of the listeners here are technical and have used Zapier at some point in time to connect to disparate tools. And of course, we offer the Zapier integration as well. I hope I'm not dating myself and we also, by saying... Saying Zapier, so. No, 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 definitely, definitely not. We also integrate into like Microsoft Teams. We also integrate into Slack. We have uh, mobile. We have, um, there's a lot of native integrations. Even companies want to push content onto their TV screens, to which we can do that as well. So we make it really easy to find information, to see information wherever you need to. Now, let me ask, what, what do you see for the um, new clients coming aboard that are successful with assembly? What do you see as some of the best practices for, for remote teams specifically in terms of getting onboarded and getting up and running? Yeah, assembly can do a lot. It does a lot of things with hundreds of culture templates. Do we recommend doing all of that at once? No, it's overwhelming, of course. 
And we have a wonderful account management team to help guide you through the process of setup all the way through account setup to internal communications, to manager training, to employee training across the board, to making sure the system is operating as you see fit. But we do recommend launching simply. Most companies do launch with a similar cadence. Of course, every company has different use cases. Some companies might want to start with um, announcements and employee recognition and rewards. Maybe they want to start that simple, or maybe they want to have an anonymous suggestion box in or in one survey. Some companies, of course, want to immediately get to search. That is their number one priority. It's like my employees are inefficient with finding information quickly. That is the biggest problem we have, in which case we're going to launch with that first and figure everything else out later. So it really is different depending on your use case, but we generally recommend one of the three categories to start with. Pushing of information, making sure that your important information from an organization is seen. We do recommend launching with search because everyone already knows how to search. You're not teaching anyone. Any, everyone knows how to do it. No one needs to learn it. It just works better. And then lastly, we do recommend with some engagement. How do you connect your employees? Because if your employees aren't retentive, it doesn't mean, you know, no matter how efficient you are, if they're not at the company for very long, what's the difference? So employee recognition and rewards is a great, great place to start. A social channel to connect coworkers based off their common interests, giving your employees a voice, whether that's a one-on-one -on -one with a manager or an anonymous feedback channel, giving feedback directly to leadership. Those are great places to start. Fantastic. And as far as the solution overall, what size companies do you see using the solution? Is a company too large or too small, or do you have a range? Yeah, we're not a true enterprise company. We're not really supporting companies. We do have some, you know, companies well over 5,000, but we're generally not supporting those. So our sweet spot bread and butter is more between 40, 50, and let's say 2,000. That is sort of our sweet spot. Of course, we can support really small companies. We can support even larger companies, and we do have many in the many thousands, uh, but that's generally where we like to sit. Sure, that, that makes a lot of sense. And is there a feature or two that customers time and time come back to you and say, wow, you know, of, of everything that the solution does, I love this that you hear over and over every day. Yeah. I mean, the, the AI functionality, mostly because it's new and so effective compared to, I mean, you think about 10X, what's a 10X? The AI functionality truly is, I wouldn't even say 10X, it's 100X. It just wasn't possible. And when people see it, they're like, I don't need to hire two extra people. My employees just became X amount more efficient. I'm running surveys better. I'm doing all these things dynamically better. And the truth is, the scale to which new technology is evolving, we are trying to be as progressive on that as well. So our technology is evolving at an accelerating rate. I mean, the things we're offering today are probably going to be nothing in comparison to what we're offering three months and six months down the road. It is such a fun time to be a part of this. And everything we add goes to benefiting the organizations and making them run more effectively, efficiently, and collaboratively together as an organization. So these are really cool times. Like, you know, stay yeah. tuned to what's about to happen. I mean, I'll tell you, it's different. I don't even know what's going to happen. Very exciting. Wild. No. At the end of the day, I mean, let's face it, six months on the internet is like a decade in any other, other paradigm. 
Yeah, I mean, you look at the technological evolutions of uh, humankind and you see the slow and steady, rapid increase. You know, it's like you get the the wheel, you get fire, you get, you know, evolution. And then the technological evolution happens and it starts to accelerate at an accelerating rate. And the ability to which we're accelerating now is compounding. And it is well, wild. That, I mean, it just is crazy. Yeah. And that, and that brings us, that's a great opening for my next question. So can you... Highlight what you see as the biggest trends in your section of the the market uh, going into into 2024. Yeah, we're not quite there yet. I'm not saying us. I'm just saying the technology in general. It's personalization. I just don't see anything other than getting to hyper personalization happening. That that is like that is the outcome. That is where we are going. Not just for assembly and a company internet. I mean, think about it. Advertising is going to get more personalized. Uh, you know, it's going to affect every industry. Your e-commerce solutions, your golf clubs, your everything could be hyper tailor. You know, tailored to you through AI. Same thing with a company internet. So, if you think about where we're going to go, where the trends are going to be, our solution already has that algorithm that surfaces relevant information to you. But right now, it's user generated and there's AI to support the prevalence of information that's important to you. But what if AI could know even better? What if we could know faster? What if our AI tool can onboard you 100% automated because we know what you need to do because of your department, your location, your title, who the people you're supposed to work with. And we have data that can be trained of like, what do you need to know on your first day? How do we make this experience awesome? Is technology so, there yet? No. But is it going to be there? Absolutely. I mean, it's, it's happening. I can't tell you exactly when we get to that moment, but we are going to do it. And if we're going to do it, you know, there's probably a hundred other companies thinking about this as well. And it's so exciting. And, you know, in, even in other segments of, of the market, contact management, you know, we see, you know, uh, salespeople, for example, being able to, to intuitively just get out there and do what they're supposed to do, not feel like they need to feed data into a system, but to be able to really take, uh, take the lead from a system. So that, that's yeah. exciting. I mean, even like bringing up the sales side, you look at like Gong, which most sales companies have adopted Gong, which kind of watches your sales pitches and then has AI running through. And it can have, you know, it has a massive, massive, it probably has millions and millions of, of calls stored. And that's training their data set. And they give examples of like, you're talking too long. You need to send this kind of content information. You should have leaned in here. You should have. The advancements of AI are helping all these different industries as well. So that hyper-personalization is coming to all walks of life. I mean, it is very cool. Now, uh, as far as um, customers using the platform, are there customers in different parts of the world or is it mostly a specific region or where, where do you see your customers finding you? We're heavily concentrated in the U.S. However, we have a very, very large presence in Canada, Australia, UK and because our program we're actually adding language translation you know the you know we already have customers by the way in like Mexico and Germany and France we're just going to make it even easier but we're pretty prolific in mostly English speaking countries um, but we do have presence in a lot of others as well and, and it's interesting you mentioned GDPR compliance that that is a, a, a serious undertaking and the fact that that you're there and and relevant really opens up the solution to a lot of different regions of the world. So hopefully a lot of our 
listeners in other parts of the world uh, will uh, explore the solution and, and see some of the, the benefits. Yeah. Well, Europe is pretty progressive in terms of their security processes. So I think they adopt something and then the whole world has to catch on. So you might as well be up to date on, on all the things they launch, which obviously Apple's doing now with their, uh, you know, getting off the lightning cable and moving towards the new charging cord. So, you know, sure. and motion happens elsewhere. I'm sure a lot of listeners are wondering. So what's a typical, um, you know, obviously we'll leave a link in the, the description so people can uh, sign up for a, a free trial and all. What What's a typical um, onboarding look like? What is the, the support after a company is up and running? Can Can you speak to that a bit? Yeah. So companies, the way the process works, someone generally takes a demo first. They come to our site. Uh, they have a demo with us. They look to see how it works. So that's the first step in the process. After the demo, let's say they want to move forward. We provide dedicated account management. We have 24-7 support, which is kind of amazing. If you reach out during business hours, our average response time is less than three minutes. We help you with internal communications. We'll provide all the content, the information. We'll help you with the rollout strategy. And we also host, on your behalf, manager training sessions. If it's just the admin or HR or comms who knows how this program works, that old style top-down push does not work and we don't think about it. Like It's just... It's old school. We don't want it. If your managers are very well trained on the platform, that means there's equal distribution of knowledge across the program. So your employees just get it because it's easy. Your managers can create new content. Your admins are super users of the platform, but everyone is very well trained. We take that as our responsibility to make sure the training is very heavy and very thorough. And the program almost self-sustains. It's not something you need to manage on a daily basis. It just runs. There's so much automation built into the platform that you don't need to do much. So if anyone wants to learn more, feel free to book a demo on the joinassembly.com site and we'll walk you through what the software can do and how it can be custom tailored to your organization. Fantastic. Now, the the other question I had, um, what what is the licensing model like? Is it per company, per user, per per month? How How is the, the product licensed? Yeah, for the internet, generally we do three-year contracts. Um, per employee per month. Some companies obviously choose to do longer or shorter, uh, but it's generally per employee per month in terms of pricing. And obviously it changes okay, so the scale yeah. up or down. Yeah, so very flexible in terms of uh, organizations uh, changing in size and, and, and the like. So that, that does sound... Yeah, and uh, we do very... also offer... Uh, we've a, we've a... We have a ton of nonprofits. We offer a 25% nonprofit discount. Our core philosophy is anyone who helps others, we also want to help them, so... Oh, that's fantastic. Fantastic. Well, uh, it's been very enlightening to to see the solution. Um, I I guess my final question to you, are are there any other last points that we didn't cover uh, that you wanted to make sure we let the listeners know about? Yeah. I mean, I, I just want everyone to think about, you know, what you can do and how to be more efficient. There's a common saying like, change or die. You know, stagnation is not great. There's nothing good about it. And so if you're not progressing, you're slowly dying. And so just think through what can we do? How can we be more efficient? How can we bring our coworkers together more seamlessly? Just because you have been doing something one way does not mean it's the right thing. I just think in this world where we're radically evolving on such a radical basis, people need to be more accepting to change. 
And even though everyone knows change in this category is good, change is equally as hard. So it's just, you know, I would say it's a great thing to be open-minded to the new technology and to embrace that change is good. So, you know, that's my, my sort of short pitch here. Just embrace change because it's happening whether you jump on board or not. Fantastic. Well, thank you so much for, for joining us on the podcast today. Uh, we'll leave a link in the, the notes for a free uh, trial for anybody that would like to uh, get a feel for how the uh, solution works in, in real life. Um, and today we've been joined by Jonathan Fields, co-founder and CEO of Assembly. And just to give everybody a, a vision as to where we're heading, uh, later in the week on one of our next podcasts, we'll have Jason Eggers from Glances. Uh, their solution actually provides a, a simplified view of all the data you use in your organization with no coding in one view on one screen. So it really... Uh, ties together a lot of different uh, different applications. So once again, uh, today, uh, we really appreciate your time, uh, Jonathan, and thank you for, for joining us. Thanks for having me. This was a blast.